Hello everyone, welcome and welcome back to another episode of In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host. First and foremost, let's just get the elephant that's in the room with us out of the way. Did you see the new podcast cover? Do you love it? I hope you do. Um, I am so happy to finally have the podcast rebranded and I don't even really want to say rebranded because I'm actually using the same logo, same fonts and everything, whatever that I got done two years ago, but a new cover was long overdue, and y'all know I've talked about it in recent episodes, but this past weekend, my wonderful fiance went with me, and we went an hour away to shoot in the cutest little outdoor window. It was literally like all windows, marble floor, tiny little room house thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I am so glad we did it because it feels so good to finally have the podcast rebranded. I just feel like it's so much more me now and current, especially just with being out of college and everything and having taken that last picture when I had just graduated college. And I don't know, it was just long overdue and this one just fits a lot better and it's a lot more professional and it's what I wanted. I still wanted it to represent the podcast well, but be more bright and professional and I hope y'all love it. And also, if you want to, um, definitely please leave a review. Not of the, not because of the podcast cover art, but just in general. I never really like look at the reviews, but I thought about it the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go look at the reviews on Apple Podcasts, and there aren't that many being left that often. So I just want to encourage you all if you listen often or maybe this is your first time listening and you enjoy this episode. If you just enjoy any of the episodes, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a rating it would really mean a lot so i just wanted to start off with that note but this week we're going to be talking about something that i just kind of felt was on my heart this week because one i know it's something that i deeply 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 struggle with that i'm trying to work through and two i know that a lot of other people probably struggle with this in similar ways to the way I struggle just obviously for their own lifestyle so I'm really going to be talking about sort of what I wish I knew sooner as a perfectionist and really how I'm working to overcome perfectionism in my daily life because I've just had several sort of epiphany moments over the last several months several years whatever where I have just realized you know this is not normal to live my life like this because I sort of just have perfectionism present in every little thing I do and it drives a lot of what I do which does yield great results sometimes but it also you know is my Achilles heel and it's definitely something that I struggle with and I've struggled with for a long time and I've talked about it before on the podcast but I'm be talking about kind of what I wish I knew sooner which is sort of the epiphany moment that I have had recently and honestly just an open letter to anyone that struggles with perfectionism or maybe you're this this is kind of tied in with the consequences of hustle culture as well there's a little bit of components of consequences of hustle culture and overcoming perfectionism that's kind of what this episode is 
a blend of. So maybe if you are a victim of hustle culture, the subset will also be helpful for you. It's just, you know, the way you interpret it might be different based on whether or not you relate as a, you know, textbook perfectionist, I guess you could say. But let's go ahead and kick off the episode with a quote of the week. And this week, the quote comes from Pinterest and it says, tell me again why you think you need to work so hard all the time when the times you are most alive are barely any effort at all. And I absolutely love this. It's just truly a testament of how much more impactful it is on your overall mood and spirit to just be present and to, you know, just rest and enjoy the moment. And I am somebody, you know, that's always just subconsciously thinking I've got to keep grinding, got to keep grinding. And trust me, if I could turn it off, I would, but I just... There's, I just can't stop. And I mean, a lot of it is because I have many responsibilities, but even when I'm caught up, my first thought is, okay, let's get ahead. So it's like an always moving forward type of thing. And I just really love this because it's like I'm doing, I'm working so hard because I think I'm chasing this moment where I have this aha moment where I realize, oh my gosh, all this work paid off and I made it. But it's like, no, that's not really what I'm going after. You know, it's more so I need to be more obsessed with the process instead of the end result and I just really love this quote because it it made me reflect and think back on the times in my life that I have felt the most alive and just the most overjoyed and filled with energy and gratitude and truly it's in the times where I am not all consumed by working really hard and I just thought that was a really great reminder of a quote. And this week I'm going to be doing a favorite instead of a goal. My favorite is these healthier s'more cookies from Rebecca Lee on Instagram. I've had her on the podcast before back in 2021, I believe. And I made these cookies the other night because we had some friends over for dinner and it was kind of like a last minute thing, but I was kind of like, I want to bake something too because we it was so last minute that... I didn't know until basically the day of um, because my fiance had planned it and I was like we don't have anything to cook for dinner except for our HelloFresh and we had two HelloFresh meals we were like we'll just make both of those um, because that'll feed four people so we did that but then I wanted to also just bake something since our dinner was such a weird situation with like two people eating one meal and two people eating another meal and I had bought the ingredients to make these s'more cookies a while ago and I just hadn't ever made them I there were multiple times where I almost made them but I just like never really felt like it one they're so easy and quick to make like seriously so easy and basically they're healthier because they're just made you know at home with whole more whole ingredients you know like oat flour tahini um, agave or maple syrup and then you know you can use whatever dark chocolate chips you want whatever marshmallows you want whatever And one thing about me is I love a s'more. I am a s'more-loving girl. It's probably one of my favorite desserts ever, if not my favorite, or anything s'more-flavored, I guess you could say, not necessarily an actual legitimate s'more, although I do really love those too. But I was so excited to try them, and I was really nervous because I'm like, okay, I've never made cookies with tahini before. I have with, you know, I feel like bananas and oat flour and things like that but I was like I've never made a cookie with tahini and I love tahini so I wasn't really worried about that it was more so worried about if other people would like them and everybody loved them and they were so good and we had two leftovers so I just ate another one right before I'm recording this podcast and they were just amazing and it was like so easy and fun to make and 
this is just your reminder to you know make fun recipes this summer and it's just one of those things that adds some spice and variety to life with little to no effort and it's not like you're having to you know put in a ton of work or ton of time into doing something that adds some variety to your routine it's something as small as literally making a new cookie recipe like gives me a new zest for life you know what I mean so I really love those and it was honestly a highlight of my week because it was just the best little sweet treat and my gratitude for this week I am so thankful that q2 provision season is over for me if you don't know anything about me I'm a CPA and this the provision I'm on it's the only one I'm on which last year I was also on a provision, but it was a much, 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 much smaller than the one I'm on now. And it's also a different, the one I'm on now is a different type of provision. And you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm not even going to get into the details of it because every single one of you would fall asleep if I did. But long story short, the provision I was on last year, which, you know, provisions always hit around the same time, no matter really what you're on, because they're quarterly based. So Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. And the one I had last summer, it was so easy I think it was maybe like I had 10 hours on my schedule for it so like super super simple and I knew what I was doing so it was a breeze it didn't feel like anything crazy well summer is supposed to be a lot slower for tax accountants right I have really not been that slow um at least nowhere near as slow as I was last year and I had my provision the last two weeks and it seriously has drained every ounce of energy out of me i've had multiple days where i was at my desk you know at least 10 to 11 hours and i was in the office this past week from 8 a.m to 7 20 p.m and i am just like holy cow i just didn't realize that that was how it was going to be and like i should have known because it's like okay i've been on it for multiple quarters now it's not like a surprise to for me but it was the first time I, I think just because I had in my head oh summer is slower so it won't be as bad but like that's obviously not true because I know how like I've literally done this provision multiple times now at this point because I've been on it since Q3 of last year and I was just thinking oh yeah since summer's slower like obviously it's just gonna you know make make the provisions not gonna be as bad no that's not how it all works I'm like so silly but anyways I am so thankful it's over. I consider it pretty much done after today, and today's Friday. It's Friday evening when I'm recording this, and I am out of juice, y'all, but I have this episode fully planned out, so it's okay. It's not like I'm having to, you know, pull things out of my head and actually use my brain because I have this episode already planned, thankfully, but it has been an exhausting past two weeks, and I am just so glad it's over, and I was, this was my first quarter on it being, like, the only preparer. Um, it's been split between me and one of my work friends in the past, but my work friend rolled off of it. So it's literally, it was just me for the first time. And I definitely felt the impact of that this quarter. Like it felt a lot more draining because I was the only person doing basically all the preparing for it. So definitely felt a difference there. And I'm just so thankful that it's over, but I absolutely cannot fathom the fact that the next time I'm doing it, since I only do it quarterly, is that it will be October I cannot swallow that pill. It is so hard for me to accept that because when I think about how Q1 doing the provision in April, that feels like it was yesterday. And no, it was three months ago. Um, And now I'm like, if it flew by that fast, I'm thinking about how much faster it's going to fly by from 
July to October because I'm going to be busier at work than I was from April to April to July. I'm busier with wedding planning stuff. I'll probably be busier with YouTube stuff. So I'm just like, holy cow, everything's going to fly by. And I start Q3 the day after I get back from my bachelorette trip. So that sucks. But it'll be okay. I honestly have a great team and it makes it a lot better. Like I was literally in the office for 11 hours on Tuesday and it didn't even, I mean, it did feel like it. I was very exhausted, but I wasn't sitting there like waiting to go home. If you know what I mean? Like it just, I was like, Oh, we're, we're going home now. Cause we're done. And then when I realized how long I've been there, I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been here for a while. So it was a lot, but I am so thankful that it's over and that it went well because honestly, I had a lot of anxiety leading up to it since I knew I would be the only preparer and that was stressing me out just because I knew that I would have more responsibility and I was worried about that, but it went well. At least I think it did. So <laughs> I am glad that Q2 is wrapped up and we're moving on, but let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. So I feel like so much of being an adult is doing things or trying to do things to reach this point of feeling inner peace, or at least that's how I feel. I feel like I'm in this constant pursuit of inner peace, but I just don't really ever feel like I achieve it. And oftentimes I get frustrated when I am pummeling through my to-do list and doing all I can to be as efficient as possible and maximize my free time but I still end up feeling just as chaotic internally as I did before doing all of those things. And while I personally don't believe there's really anything worldly that can help you attain true, sustained inner peace like eternally, I do feel as though there are standards we set as perfectionists that are ultimately very unrealistic and set us up for a constant chase of that inner stillness and peace since the standards we often set is basically this line that we keep moving forward as we move forward. So as a result, we are chasing after a moment where all is complete to our unrealistic standard and a moment where we've achieved inner peace, which in reality is a moment that will never happen for us. There's simply not a moment in time that exists as a perfectionist or as any human being where all things on our to-do list can be completed at once to our standards. Since the very act of us choosing to do one thing is putting off doing another thing and thereby gives that one thing we just completed a chance to sort of return to its original state. That may sound very vague and arbitrary just at first listen, but just hold on because we're going to get into it. But that's what I wanted to preface this episode with. But what I mean by all of this is that as perfectionists, it's really easy to subconsciously get caught up and chasing after that moment where everything is in its complete or finished state by an objective standard or by our own subjective standard. And maybe it's not even perfect by our own standards, but sometimes perfectionism for me means having everything complete. It may not be doing everything perfectly. A lot of times it is, but also it's, you know, trying to perfect to-do list. So me trying to complete everything is still the act of me chasing after perfectionism because I'm trying to perfect a to-do list when I'm trying to complete everything. So, you know, we're trying to get to a point where our to-do list at work is cleared while simultaneously we've cleaned every single thing that needs cleaned in our home, while simultaneously we have caught up and folded all of our laundry, simultaneously we've responded to all of our texts and emails and 
DMs and simultaneously we've filled up our car with gas and got our groceries and the list goes on and on and on. The reality is that there is no moment in time where all of those things are going to be complete at once. Because like I said, the act of completing one task itself gives another task the opportunity to arise or need tending to. So no matter how hard you try, unless you have support or help from somebody or something and every, for every single task in your life, you are not going to get a plate to a place of utter completeness. And you will find yourself on the hamster wheel of that endless chase of inner peace that you think is going to come from completing everything or doing everything perfectly. And I always have this sort of inner monologue that I almost feel like is craving a moment where everything's finished. So like everything I was saying, all my laundry's done and folded. The house is completely clean. All the groceries are, you know, at the house, put away. I've meal prepped for the week. My to-do list at work is clear. My to-do list for YouTube and podcasting is clear. And it's like I'm wanting all of these separate things that happen on their own time because they all are on their own timelines to just sort of be squashed into one moment to where it's like they're all done at once. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But that's not going to happen because, like I said, you know, if I am cleaning the floors and then I cook dinner after that, the very act of me cooking dinner after that allows the floors to get dirty again. And that's why I have that all or nothing cleaning mindset because it's like, why am I going to clean this one thing when it has an opportunity to get dirty another time or when I'm cooking or something? So it's really an exhausting way of thinking. And this may all sound really silly to you, especially if you aren't someone who struggles with perfectionism or who doesn't really struggle with not resting until all your to-dos are taken care of. But it's a mind game that's so incredibly easy to slip into, especially when you get to a point where your to-do list is like constantly having things added and you feel like you're never really chipping away at it and I really struggle honestly with being still and resting and my therapist reminds me all the time that everyone rests and recharges differently and she always you know tries to remind me that I am someone who thrives thrives off of an active style of resting but with all of that that doesn't mean I don't need to just shut down and be still sometimes because there certainly still are moments where I find every ounce of my being yearning for utter stillness physically and mentally. And I've gotten better about allowing myself to rest when I need it. It's just taken a lot of self-awareness to truly recognize when I need it and to be able to just stop and actually give it to myself. But ultimately, I feel like I would be much more internally at peace if I would have learned sooner that resting is not something you have to earn. And if I understood that there was and is no way, no matter how disciplined I am or how hard I try, that I will ever reach a point where everything is in its completed and perfect state. I've subconsciously been telling myself for so long 
once a list is done or once everything is taken care of and perfect, then I will feel inner peace. This exact dialogue set me up in a position where I am robbing myself of inner peace because I'm making it conditional on completing something. And I'm telling myself that I cannot feel it or have it until X is done or until X is perfect. So I'm working on reframing my mindset and what I tell myself and really just trying to tell myself I can feel and achieve inner peace even if things aren't perfect or finished by my standard or even if my to-dos aren't done. I can choose to rest even if I haven't crossed anything off my to-do list for the day. And for so long, I've been simultaneously chasing after inner peace while keeping it from myself because of what I was telling myself. So when I had that realization, I was just like, hold up, let me back up. Because I, in my adult life, since I've graduated from college, I can truly, when I think back to when I graduated college and sort of just think of everything that's happened since then, I feel like everything I do is in is an attempt to, you know, get something done or get closer to a place of feeling like, okay, I can rest now. And I don't know why or how I got it rooted in me that I cannot really let myself truly rest until I have done quote unquote enough, which is going to be subjective, obviously, for every different person. And it's so crazy to me to think that that is how I have subconsciously been living my life because that's just sort of the way my brain has been. And it takes me having that epiphany moment and that awareness to realize that and then decide, okay, I either let this, you know, keep going on or I do something about it. And I'm kind of in that, okay, I'm doing something about it phase. And when I had that realization that, I have felt like I've been trying to chase after inner peace by chopping off my to-do list. I don't know why I said chopping off, but crossing off my to-do list. But I'm keeping it from myself because I was telling myself that I I couldn't have it until everything was done. But there's no moment in time where it's all going to be done. There's always going to be something that gets added because the time I spend doing one thing is, you know, time that allows another thing to arise and it sort of is like the concept of opportunity cost in a way if you think about it and I really just wanted to kind of walk through what does this look like as I practice to live out this mindset change in real life and walk through the things that I'm sort of thinking and also working on in an effort to just accept more imperfection in my day-to-day life and to not be so driven by perfectionism and to really just overcome those perfectionist tendencies in my day-to-day life and help myself actually feel at peace and not so on edge all the time because I have been sitting here thinking that I would only get it in under certain conditions and thinking that way doesn't allow me to feel it when I should be feeling it or when I could be feeling it I guess you could say I don't want to say should but when I could be feeling it so the first thing that I'm sort of doing to practice this and live it out in my real life is adding more things to my to-do list that I'm apparently so focused on because apparently my to-do list is just like 
you know, it drives me. But adding more things to that to-do list that actually bring me or help me achieve inner peace. So thinking about the things that recharge me, that refill my cup, that make me feel more alive, that are really helpful for me when it comes to my idea of resting. I don't do really good with just the type of rest that's just like laying on a couch for several hours binge watching a TV show. Like that's just not how I rest because my mind has a hard time powering off during that time. And maybe I can get to a place like that as I work through all of this. But when I think about rest, I think of, you know, going on walks or reading or having, you know, more intimate conversation or time spent with my significant other or I don't know sometimes it is watching a tv show whatever it is for you whatever rest looks like for you or maybe it's just something that sort of levels you out and helps you get back to a baseline and not feel so on edge it could be hanging out with your pet it could be calling up a friend whatever that those things are I want you to add them to your to-do list because that's what I'm doing because I tend to treat my to-do list as only those things that, you know, have to be done because of work or because of chores or day-to-day life, whatever it may be, adult responsibilities, but I never stop and put things that like really matter to me that help me feel more rested and at peace on my to-do list and that may sound so silly But if you're somebody that just has a lot going on, it's really easy to neglect those things when you have so many other things going on. And the best way to help yourself not neglect those things as much and to help yourself get to a place where you can feel that inner peace in the moment is to add those things that bring you that peace and bring you that joy and make you feel recharged to your to-do list. So the way I do this is I have like a five-minute journal and there's a section in it that says what would make today great. And I mean, I put all kinds of different stuff in that section and it has three little spots for you to put things. And what I'm trying to do is daily, one of those lines, I'm trying to be something that focuses on restoring my inner peace or making me feel more rested. So it's sort of like a to-do item, but I think phrasing it as what can I do to make today great? I really like phrasing it that way because when I think of it as a to-do item, I'm, you know, thinking of it as something I can check off and cross off, right? And I'm not really attaching any value to it. But when I think of it as something that is going to contribute to making my day great, I'm much more inclined to actually try and cross it off my to-do list, I guess you could say. I know I said I don't like calling it that, but for the sake of explaining it, I'm much more inclined to do it if, you know, and actually integrate it in my day-to-day routine if I look at it from the perspective of oh this is something that's going to you know add value to my day and make me feel good and bring me peace so like why wouldn't I want to do that and let me tell you the times that I actually commit commit to doing my five-minute journal in the morning and I put one of those things in that section I'd say like nine times out of ten I do that thing and I do feel better so a lot of the times it's something like reading before bed or not going on my phone the last hour before bed or going on a walk with my fiance, you know, like just little things like that. And the next thing is accepting imperfection and incompletion, even in the smallest areas of life, because the smallest areas of life are honestly what really get me. And this, this is something that really sort of set me over the edge recently is, you know, when you 
have when it's laundry time and you just don't fold it right away and you just have a mountain of laundry to fold and put away and my fiance and I usually tag team it but it's like we I don't know we're both just always so drained on the weekends I feel like that we have the energy to do it it's just like putting it away is like this whole other bear of a task and I just had this moment the other day where I looked at all of the laundry sitting in the basket in our living room and I just got so angry and I was like this makes me so angry that this isn't done but I mean like it's you know priorities right (laughs) and I'm just I was so angry but then I like stopped and thought to myself I'm like why am I letting this ruin my mood like what about this makes me angry so then I thought and I was like okay the fact that this isn't you know done and that the living room doesn't look perfect is bothering me and making me angry and then when I thought that and I when I realized that was what was lying underneath that feeling of being angry I was like this is ridiculous like I don't need to be this nitpicky over little things like this like I am a busy person and it's okay if I didn't get to put away my laundry and it's okay if things are in an imperfect and incomplete state and me saying all this you're probably sitting here thinking that I have like the tidiest home and space all the time and no I don't like things are usually chaotic and out of order a lot of the time because they just get that way and then I don't really have the time to tend to them Or it's like, I'll think to myself, oh, I'm going to wait until I can do it all and then I'll do it. And ultimately, I just, when I had that realization, when I was looking at the laundry the other day, I was like, I need to stop having this standard of my home being, you know, in order and perfect all the time. And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself for it to be in a very clean and orderly way and space just because of being a content creator I'm you know vlogging in my home all the time especially because I'm working from home so I don't leave my home that often and I just think I put a lot of pressure on myself for things to you know look aesthetically pleasing in whatever way because that's you know subjective based on what people find aesthetically pleasing and I put a lot of pressure on myself for things to like look a certain way but it's just not reality. And I, you know, have to be able to accept that, you know, everything's not going to be perfectly in order all the time. And I really need to accept this sooner rather than later, because when it comes time for me to have kids, like what, what, how am I going to deal with that? You know, because that's obviously going to create even way more chaos to the situation. So it's just like, I can't be thinking like this all the time. And really accepting imperfection and incompletion in those small areas of life really just looks like allowing myself to rest even though you know I technically didn't finish what I was doing by my own standards and not letting those untidy environments or messes ruin my mood but also recognizing that if I take time daily to clean up and tidy up a little bit that may help me feel more at peace rather than chasing the moment of completion with cleaning because of my all or nothing mindset. And I know I've talked about that in my mid-year reset episode. I talked about one of my goals being to sort of get more in a routine of cleaning daily rather than once having like this really intense cleaning session every other week or every three weeks. And 
I feel that way because I have a very all or nothing mindset when it comes to cleaning. But I'm hoping that accepting imperfection and, and completion will help me embrace the cleaning a little bit every day mindset and really move away from the mindset of all or nothing when it comes to cleaning. And I think that if I can look at doing a little bit each day as something that will help me feel more at peace and really just overall help my mood because I will feel better if my space is, you know, tidied up. There's a sense of pride that comes with cleaning up something, even if it's just really small and takes a couple minutes. I think that that will ultimately make me feel better at the end of the day than chasing this, oh, my entire house has been completely deep cleaned at once and for approximately six hours, it's going to be this way. And I that's just like not the way to do it. It is honestly so much better, I feel like, to just do a little bit at a time. And the next thing is not treating weekends as a race to finish my to-do list. I truly feel like during the week, especially when it gets to like Wednesday night, I am literally planning out my weekends. I don't want to say by the hour, but I am, you know, taking inventory of what's on my to-do list, taking inventory of what I want to do, and literally strategically planning my days. And that's just, and it's subconscious, you know, I am not sitting here thinking, I want to do this because I don't, I don't want to be like that. I want to be more spontaneous and truly just live in the moment. And I just feel like I'm in a place where the nature of my to-do list themselves creates no room for rest, which in turn means no room for allowing myself to feel internally at peace. And it's okay, you know, if things carry over for my to-do list week after week. And things do all the time, but it's almost like I set myself up for disappointment when I'm sitting there strategically trying to plan on my weekends where I can get as much done as possible and then the weekend's over and I haven't finished everything and I'm completely depleted of energy because I did a whole week of work and then a whole weekend of trying to get a ton of other things done and didn't really rest. And then I'm disappointed because I didn't even finish anything. And that's because I have a standard of perfection. But if I can accept imperfection and, and completion, I can, you know, just do what I can during the weekend while also prioritizing the things that bring, you know, rest and peace to my inner self. If I can prioritize those things more, then, you know, maybe I'll have more energy to do more during the week and I'll be okay with the fact that things are going to carry over into the weekend. I don't have to get everything done over the weekend and it's okay. And I just truly feel like it's like this time optimization project every single week. And I'm so tired of like living that way in my brain and trying to just optimize everything. And I'm truly just not making enough time to do other things. Like I'm really just working, working, working and I need to stop. And the next thing is not using finishing my to-do list as an opportunity to get ahead. And this one is so bad because the times where it does happen, where I have finished my to-do list and it's like, I don't have anything to do for YouTube, for the podcast, for brands, um, and maybe say it's the weekend so I'm not like working my corporate job. You know what I do on the weekend? I'm like, oh, let's go ahead and get ahead on YouTube or the podcast. And it's like, no, just chill. Literally just chill. And I do, I feel like this episode probably is making me sound crazy, but I truly do take time to rest and chill. Like I go to the pool on the weekends for like an hour, but it's just like not enough, I guess is what I'm saying. I'm not getting enough of it. And because it's like that one hour of me at the pool is 
you know, probably one of the two or three hours over the weekend where I'm like truly resting and not really doing anything. And that's just not enough time when I'm, you know, working 40 plus hours a week during the week at my corporate job. And it's, it's just truly not enough. So this comes from a place of just craving more free time and craving more just internal peace in general. And the only time that I see this as being appropriate, um, finishing my to-do list as an opportunity to get ahead, I only see that as appropriate if it makes sense too. Like if I'm going on vacation and I want to have a truly unplugged vacation from work where I'm not having to edit at all, I'm not having to record a podcast, I'm not having to, you know, do any of my like corporate job work, whatever. That makes sense then to try and get ahead. Like for example, I'm going to be going home to Florida soon and I will definitely probably be trying to get ahead on my video editing so that I don't have to work at all while I'm on vacation and that will give me the time to truly rest. And it makes sense in those situations, but my first instinct a lot of the time when I have finished my to-do list is, oh, I can just go ahead and get ahead, but that's not necessary. You know what I mean? And the next thing is reminding myself that just because there are things that need done doesn't mean they need done right away. I am really bad about being able to be present in a moment and rest if I know I have things to do. So I really struggle with going on vacation from work and knowing that I have things to do like I need to be able to clear my to-do list before I go on vacation otherwise it's going to be so hard for me to rest and it's hard for me to accept you know not everything needs done right away just because it's on my plate and same thing with when when it just comes to YouTube and podcast related stuff just because it needs done doesn't mean I need to get to it right away and obviously some things have deadlines and they do need to be done really quickly but just because it's on my to-do list doesn't mean it has to be something that I am you know prioritizing over my rest and the next thing is reminding myself that it's okay to have drafts and rework with some things in life I really struggle with procrastinating because I get to a point where I don't want to start something if I don't feel like I can do it to my standard of perfect So this often looks like waiting until the quote right moment or waiting until all my ducks are in a row or they feel like they're in a row before starting something when in reality I could achieve more inner peace by just starting a draft of whatever it is I'm working on and allowing it to be a work in process. An example of this is waiting until I've, you know, completely cleaned everything before I allow myself to watch my favorite tv show or something and I know I keep using cleaning as an example it's just because one I'm it's one I'm actually actually actively working on and I don't need to make everything conditional it's not like I need to sit here and think that everything has to be done perfectly the first time or that everything has to be complete and until I do something and another example could even be you know waiting until you feel like you look or feel strong enough to go to a workout class um i've i've seen people online say things such as you know oh i want to go to a workout class but i feel like i need to you know get a little bit stronger or improve my endurance before i go and before i show up and that's sort of a perfectionist tendency in a way because you're you know trying to achieve you know some standard of perfection and by your own rules or whatever until you 
you allow yourself to do something and before you do something and it kind of mirrors the whole idea of not allowing myself to rest until I've completed everything but it's okay to like have drafts and to rework things you know you don't have to do everything perfectly the first time you don't have to show up perfect you can show up clueless you can show up inexperienced you can show up broken and still do you it's like the quote feel the fear and do it anyways you know you don't need to be at this place of your subjective standard of perfection or maybe it's you know pressure that you feel from somebody else from their standards there's nothing you really need to meet and it doesn't need to be conditional for you to allow yourself to do things and as a perfectionist it's so easy to just put things off and use that excuse of oh well I don't feel like I can do it perfectly so I'm just not going to do it at all but in reality just starting it and chipping away at it is going to feel so much better and you will feel so much more at peace than you would if you like waited until the last minute to do something and then try and do it perfectly with under the time pressure and the constraint of time and you can just show up and do things as you are and it's okay to just work on things and have things be a work in process and I just truly think the point here is avoiding attaching those arbitrary timelines to things that don't need timelines and just following through and doing those things just simply need to be started when they're initially thought about and last but not least is accepting that imperfection is still enough just because something is at 100% finished or 100% perfect does not mean it is not enough and I know that's nothing groundbreaking but I know somebody probably needs to hear that I know I have to remind myself of it daily and I don't know why but it's just you know this thing in me where it's like I have to get it 100% finished or perfect to my own standard in order to feel like I am worthy and to feel like it's enough but good is good enough and okay is good enough in situations you know what I mean like it doesn't have to be 100% 100% of the time and it never will be you know it's unrealistic to put that pressure on yourself for things to be that way So I hope this episode, I know it's a little bit shorter, but I didn't really want to fill it with a lot of fluff because I knew exactly the point I was trying to, you know, kind of discuss and talk about here and really just share what I wish I knew sooner as a perfectionist, which is I can feel and achieve inner peace even if things aren't perfect or finished by my own standard or even if my to-dos aren't done. You know, I don't need to be robbing myself of inner peace just because I'm telling myself that once everything's done or once everything's perfect, then I can feel inner peace. I do think a lot of this sort of is a byproduct of hustle culture because hustle culture sort of had this mentality attached to it that, you know, you grind no matter what, grind no matter how exhausted you are, grind no matter the cost, basically. And That's just not a sustainable way to live. And it definitely did sort of have that toxic mindset attached to it too of, oh, you know, you have to earn that rest. You know, once once you've put in the reps, then you can rest. But it's like, no, in order to put in reps more than once on a sustained basis, you literally have to rest. And that is quite in a literal sense. If you are putting in reps in like a workout, you have to rest in order to keep 
wrapping things out and just like it's the same thing in real life if you want to be able to wrap things out continuously over a period of time you have to rest so i hope this episode was helpful for any of you who feel like you have just been really pushing it with the hustling lately and not allowing yourself time to rest or maybe you've just been struggling with those perfectionist tendencies in your day-to-day life and feeling like you you know are robbing yourself of that state of rest and inner peace just because you're not really letting yourself feel it and you know you're being your own worst enemy enemy by not letting yourself feel it because you're waiting for the moment where everything's done or perfect in order to allow yourself to feel it but in reality you know you deserve to feel at peace as often as possible and things don't have to be perfect you can embrace imperfection with open arms you can embrace things being a work in progress with open arms there's so many beautiful things about imperfection and you learn a lot with imperfection you know you learn lessons you learn more about yourself and it's truly just a lot less stressful (laughs) to live a life that isn't you know trying to be so perfectly aligned with perfectionism so i hope this episode was helpful for you all in some way or another and remember to please leave a review if you enjoy the podcast or if you enjoyed this episode and follow in bloom podcast on instagram as well so you can keep up it's at in bloom podcast and if you want more content from me i do upload weekly on youtube as well and i have lifestyle vlogs and videos there thank you all so much for listening and supporting the show and i will talk to you all in next week's episode